The Predators can go to bed tonight with a spot in the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll take a look at take a look at all the different ways the Preds can punch their ticket tonight, plus preview tonight's showdown with the Calgary Flames and what needs to happen to recreate last week's big win. Plus, it's Hot Take Tuesday, and we got some spicy ones. Uh, everything from UC Soros to the Preds defense to Luke Cunning and some possible off-season trades. We'll look at them today on Locked on Predators. Your Locked on Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked on Predators your first listen of the day. I'm Nick Morgan. I'm a writer and editor at OnTheForeCheck.com, and I have a partner in crime. You do. I am Ann Kimmel. I'm a writer at OnTheForeCheck.com. So, uh, playoffs. Playoffs. Who knew? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. It would be nice. It would be. Oh, gosh. Could we just catch a little bit of a break and catch our breath? It would be really nice to just lock this down. Yeah, I would prefer not to go into the Colorado Avalanche game being like, wow, a win over the Avalanche will be what gets us there. I'd rather just yes. lock it up now. For sure. For sure. Uh, let's just do it. Let's just do it. So the Predators play the Calgary Flames tonight. 7 o'clock put drop at Bridgestone Arena. Uh, and as we mentioned, there are five possible ways the Predators can get into the playoffs tonight. Uh, the easiest one is just win in regulation. Uh, or you can also hope that Vegas loses to Dallas tonight. Uh, that would that would be the easiest one. Uh, and then there's like a couple of like, you know, because of the tiebreakers and stuff. There's a little bit of nitpicky stuff like the Preds. Uh, if they beat Calgary in overtime and Vegas goes to overtime or if they beat Calgary in a shootout uh, and Vegas, you know, doesn't go goes into a shootout also it's there's a lot of weird nitpicky stuff yes nhl.com yeah. has all of them if you want to really get into the nitty-gritty but let's just take care of business and like just win just win, just win. win yeah and this is one of those games where we know the predators can beat calgary not that it is an easy ask it's not an easy ask but they have done it before and so let's just go in tonight and win this hopefully knowing that they can clinch tonight against calgary and knowing that they've been able to be successful against calgary you know not in regulation but you know with a little extra bonus time hopefully that will be enough to keep the predators kind of mentally on the level they need to be to come out of this and have a playoff spot one because look here's what's real i do not want to have to root for dallas tonight no like i just don't make me do that well, don't make ideally me do you that. would you would not like to cheer for dallas at any point in time Oh, yeah, they're in my invisible backpack of hockey grudges. Like the whole team just lives in there. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's invisible at this point. <laughs> I think the Dallas grudge just kind of exists there. It is. It's Santa's big sack. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm not going to nope. comment with anything. Just I'm going to slowly move, move on. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, the thing is, when you have this is also the Predators' last home game. Yes. Uh, of the season as well. 
uh, this is going to be, they're going to get a huge boost from the crowd. They're going to be into it. Uh, and this is also a potential first round playoff matchup for the Preds as well. So there's a lot going on here, a lot to kind of get the energy up. You know, to me, the big thing Anne, is going to be, can the Preds harness that energy uh, without going too overboard? I think they did a fantastic job of that last week when yes. they played as well. Um, in fact, you know, I, I think we said it on this podcast, last week's game against the Flames was one of the best games all around we've seen from the Preds, um, you know, in quite some time. So can they recreate that magic from last week and kind of feed off the crowd, but not go overboard? Because we see what happens when they do go overboard. Sometimes they get a little bit yes. ruthless, and we've seen that in the past couple of games. Yes. And this is one of those games, I think, as the Predators have played Calgary a couple of times, the the emotional level is heightened each time. And last Tuesday's game was very um emotional, very, you know, kind of tense, kind of heated. And I think this will be even more so. And again, this could possibly preview a postseason matchup. So I, the Predators are going to go into this with a lot of energy. And I agree with you. One of the things that they've had to work on is sort of maintaining a good emotional energy, channeling that well. John Hines always talks about don't get too high, don't get too low. And it's been something he's preached to this team all season long that they've really had to work on. I think that's been one of Hines's kind of foundational issues with this team that he's tackled. And we've seen good results from it this year. So hopefully they can come in feeling, you know, healthy, feeling energized uh, and not overcompensate for the weight of the game tonight and just come in and do what they've done before with Calgary, only this time in regulation. Yeah, do it in regulation because uh, yeah. that would help. And again, let's not cheer for Dallas. Oh, Let's gosh, not no. have to cheer for Dallas. Nope. Um, you know, it, it's funny when we talk about John Hines and his not get too high, not get too low. I remember earlier in the year when the Predators started having this, you know, kind of penalty heavy game, mm-hmm. um, you know, somebody asked him about that. He kind of said, you know, it, it's our style. You know, we kind of want to play like right on the line. Um, you know, and we just got to be careful not to go over that line. Um, that's kind of been the big thing is the Predators a lot of times kind of go over that line. You know, you, you mm-hmm. don't want to discourage them from being aggressive. But at the same time, it's like you kind of got to, you know, pick and choose your shots and not be reckless with your stick, not, you know, kind of be aggressive to the point where you're doing something illegal to break up the play. Right. Um, And that's something the Preds haven't really done well on. And against the Flames, it can cost them. I mean, they are a special teams dynamo, eighth and power play, um, and then just offenses off the charge uh third in the nhl in shot attempts this year second in high danger chances mm-hmm. uh, and when you're going against that you know you take those stats and you put them against the preds defense that has been pretty porous yes over the last few months of the season uh it can be disastrous if you don't come out with that mental focus tonight i agree i think we're gonna see it a lot in like you were talking about the penalty situation. I was really surprised after the Minnesota game in a lot of the post game, several different people kind of broached the penalty situation with John Hines because that game was penalty Palooza and Hines really 
took kind of an interesting, I thought, stance on it in that he wasn't really super worked up about the penalties, even though there were, you know, seven of them. But he did say things like stick penalties, like you shouldn't be hooking, you should not be high sticking. If you can clean those things up, I think John Hines is okay with a roughing penalty. I think John Hines is okay with, you know, a fighting penalty because that's sort of the DNA of this team. But you do have to clean up some of those other penalties. And those are some that I think come when you get caught up in the moment. So disciplined hockey is going to be important tonight with you know, balancing that with the weight of what this game could mean for this team. And it, and it's big. I mean, did we really think at the beginning of the season when you looked at this roster, did we think we would see the things that we are seeing now? Did we see Matt Duchesne, Philip Forsberg, 40 goal scores? Did we see Roman Yossi, 90 points? You know, this season has kind of evolved in a really interesting way. And I would hate to see the Predators not capitalize on that in this you know tonight is a big moment we've talked about there have been must-win games recently tonight's kind of a big moment for the predators and it's going to be a maturity test and sort of an emotional health test for this team as they take the ice tonight uh interesting call up today predators bring yeah. matthew olivier back up from milwaukee um pulling the full uh Obi-Wan Kenobi, there's a name I haven't heard in quite some time. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I mean, he's skating on the ice tonight. I would assume maybe Cunning or Tolvanen out of the lineup because neither Look. one of them really did anything against Minnesota or got a lot of ice time. Yeah, I'm, you know, I wish good things for all people. But I would really like maybe to see Cunnan step out for a game. And I, Matthew Olivier brings with him just brute strength and physicality. He is maybe not your most highly skilled player, but this is somebody who is going to check. This is somebody who, if you look at him the wrong way, will talk about your mama. So this is an interesting call up. We haven't seen him for a while. Fits with the mold of what the Predators want, but... I'm with you. I think the big question is who steps out. I would like to maybe see Cunnan step out because I think people have been waiting and sort of percolating on the idea of like, okay, we're taking Tolvanen out for healthy scratches. You know, what's Luke Cunnan got on Heinz? Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be very interesting to see where Olivier slots into this lineup. But he's going to have an impact. Hopefully it will not be repeatedly going to the penalty box, which he has struggled with in the past. So we'll see what this one does. Interesting call up. Yeah, and it's it feels like John Hines is just doing whatever he can at the moment to try to get – uh, some impactful depth, you know, beyond that top line, beyond that herd line. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they, they've tried to mix it up a little bit. They've, you know, slid uh, Tomasino and Tolman mm -hmm. down um, to see if that helps. Uh, you know, they, they've moved Luke Cunning up with some of the top guys. They've done a lot of shuffling just to try to get some combination of, of depth, like impactful, you know, offensive depth beyond those top two lines and it just hasn't worked and it, you know it, it gets to the point where it's like okay maybe it's not the chemistry maybe it's not the combination maybe it's just these players aren't 
you know, having, well, you know, we, we've talked about Luke Cunning not having that great of a season. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also talked a little bit about, you know, Ellie Tolvanen is, you know, th- there's some positivity in the microstats. True. Um, you know, yes. he's, he's doing some things really, really well, but I think compared to what he did last year and what our expectations were for him this year, I think it's safe to say he's been a disappointment as well. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, you know, in the playoffs, you know, you just kind of need, you know, a certain type of player, a certain type of role. We saw Matthew Olivier come in last year uh, and play a certain type of role. Really, 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 really. That's a, yes. I'm not going to try to say really, really again, because uh, I can't talk today. But <laughs> yeah, that I mean, that's, you know, this is kind of an audition for, hey, who's going to kind of be useful in a specific role mm-hmm. when we get to the postseason. Um, and again, against Calgary, a team you might play, it's not a bad time to start auditioning people. Very true. I wonder, there's a part of me that wonders if they would slot him in on the herd line and maybe bump Jano up because Jano has been very quiet offensively. And I wonder if they want to kind of situate him somewhere else briefly to spur something on. I don't know. That herd line has been very quiet. And I think that's something that's going to need to course correct before the postseason because you absolutely have to count on them for offense. Well, remember, that was the original herd line last year. True. Yes. Was Olivier instead of Janot. So, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe Janot is, you know, we've seen him kind of move up in the lineup at times this year, play with, you know, either Matt Duchesne or or Ryan Johansson and do very, very well. So, you know, maybe that's the secret to kind of unlocking some of the Predators' depth. And then you give the herd line still three guys playing very, very well, um, just a different person and somebody who's had past chemistry there. So, um, Certainly not opposed to that. Um, Predators versus Flames tonight, uh, 7 o'clock puck drop. Uh, full recap of that coming up tomorrow, but it is Hot Take Tuesday. We have some juicy ones on a number <laughs> of different topics, uh, including the playoffs and some potential off-season trades. Uh, so we'll get to that in just a second. But first, want to mention today's show brought to you by our friends at HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. So you can skip the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Talked about this before. I'm a loyal HelloFresh guy. Uh, If I'm busy, up to my neck in hockey, nonsense, whatever, uh, I'll schedule a box so I don't have to waste my time and energy planning, grocery shopping, any of that. Nope, instead, HelloFresh sends me all the recipes, all of the perfectly pre-portioned ingredients, and because they're quick and easy to put together, it only takes me 20 to 25 minutes to get a delicious farm-fresh meal on my plate in front of me. Uh, They have recipe collections for any sort of life situation, family friendly for people like Anne who basically have to feed an entire herd. Uh, They have stuff like fit and wholesome meals, quick and easy meals, plus plenty of low carbon veggie options. HelloFresh is also a proud partner of the Nashville Predators and fueling hockey fans everywhere. So go to HelloFresh.com slash LockedPredators16 and use code LOCKEDPREDATORS16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Again, that is HelloFresh.com slash LOCKEDPREDATORS16 and code LOCKEDPREDATORS16 at checkout. Well, 
It is Hot Take Tuesday, and it's one of our favorite, favorite shows we do. Yeah, always interesting. Always interesting. Yeah, so what we do is uh, we basically open the floor to you guys, the listeners. Mm -hmm. Uh, We ask you to send in tweets, DMs, uh, Facebook comments, YouTube comments. Uh, Let us know just your overall thoughts on the team. If there's a player that's hot or maybe not getting enough credit, we want to hear it. Uh, Lots of lots of stuff. Uh, These are always fun. Basically, what Ann and I are going to do is we're going to grade them. Uh, Mm -hmm. We are going to grade them on the spicy meter. Uh, If it's something that we kind of think is far-fetched, it'll be a very, very hot take. Uh, If it's a cold take, that's not a bad thing. That means, yeah, we we agree with you. That's kind of Mm -hmm. that's kind of a fact. That would be like saying Bridgestone Arena is located on Lower Broad. Yes, there's no debate about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, Anne, would you like to see uh, what uh, what people have for us? All right. So let's see. Some of these came in as questions, but Mm -hmm. let's go ahead and. All right. Let's let's rephrase them as hot takes. All right. So we have J.W. Hood three. And he said, with as good as glass looked, should he have stayed in the lineup? Let's rephrase that with as good as glass looked. He should have stayed in the lineup. What's your take? Um. I would say this is a fairly cool, mm. brisk day take. Yeah. You know, this is like where you may or may not need a light jacket, depending, <laughs> on, that, depending on your level of cold tolerance. Like April um, 25th, the perfect date. Yeah. Not too hot, exactly. not too cold. You just need a light jacket. Yeah. I put that on Instagram like four years ago and thought I was like, so clever and now it's like every white girl i follow (laughs) maybe i'm just a trendsetter uh yeah hey cody glass um i I really liked his game yes uh, back from uh milwaukee in fact sean and i uh while you were out and sean Mm -hmm. smith from on the four check came on did a podcast and we talked in depth about cody glass uh, and just sort of how he bought into the Preds identity and kind of reshaped his game in Milwaukee. And you saw it. I mean, he was very impactful. Um, would I have loved to see him maybe stay up and, and see if maybe he can kind of be the bee in the bonnet of mm-hmm. you know uh, one of these first round playoff opponents for the Preds, but you know, it, it's I, I get it. You know, you you want him on kind of the slow burn. You you don't want to you don't want to rush him. You don't want to you know throw him in kind of a weird situation that fast. Um, so so I get it. You know, and plus the Milwaukee Admirals are going to be in the playoffs too. Um, you yeah, know, you wonder how much of that factored into this decision. I would I would say some, right? Mm-hmm. I would think so. Yeah. I would think so. Yeah. Uh, what's your take? What's your take on glass? 
I really liked what we saw from Cody Glass. I think he was a very different player when he came back than he was at the beginning of the season. And I think everybody can see his trajectory was headed in the right direction. I also agree with you. The Predators are a slow burn team. They are marathon developers. They are not sprinters. So am I very surprised? Not very surprised. Uh, disappointed. I would agree with you. I think this is like maybe a fleece in October, you know, at a football game, you know? Yeah. Long sleeve tea. Long sleeve. This is a long sleeve tea take. Yes. Yeah. I surprised. This is, this is like a good hayride. Yes. Apple cider kind of take. Yes. I would agree. Perfect. Yep. At the pumpkin patch. Uh, this might be a little bit more of a scorcher. Justin Frazier says the Preds are not a good playoff team. They're okay. Just not good enough to win a series. They can't play defense well enough as a team. Uh, what do you think of that one, Ann? Um, yeah, you know what? This season, it's really hard to nail down where I feel about this one because I think there have definitely been stretches where I would say this is not a hot take. And yet there have been stretches where I'm like, mm, check yourself. I would say this is like a Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich take, you know, where you can, you can, you can eat it. You might feel it, but you know, you can get it down and it's not painful. I wish we had more consistency from the predators because even though we are at the end of the season, it is a little bit hard to nail down this team because just when you think you, you know, we can evaluate them and accurately say, Hey, this is a team that definitely their goal should be make the playoffs, not win a series. They play a game or two against a really hot playoff contention team that makes you think, now, wait a second, maybe they could, if they played their best game, play a competitive series against Calgary. It depends on the day. Yeah, it's this is a yeah. tough one. This is a yeah. tough one for me. Yeah, they are they are so all over the place. Ah, this this team is a headache waiting to happen. <laughs> it uh, is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I would say this is probably. This is like room temperature. Mm -hmm. This is room temperature water. Like if you left your hot tea out on the counter for like three hours, uh, this this is this is that level of hot slash cold. Um, yeah. And I really think it depends on which opponent the Predators play. You know, true. Uh, yes. Calgary. I mean, they they've proven they can hang with them. Colorado. I mean, they they've beaten Colorado mm -hmm. twice this year. True. Um, yeah, but that's that was a while ago, and the abs are certainly in a much different place now. Um, but I mean, there's going to be types of situations, and the Preds are going to be an underdog no matter what they are. Um, yes, you need defense to get far in the Stanley Cup. That's my thing. It doesn't matter how good your goaltending is, mm -hmm. um, and the way the Predators have kind of been given up a lot of shots. You know, I just kind of see if that trend continues, I can kind of see that eventually breaking down kind of the walls, you know. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I would say that's that's kind of right in the middle. Could see that going in either way. Yeah, that one that one is that one is a tough one for me. That one's yeah. a tough call. Depends on the day.
depends on the day. It depends on the day. Yeah. All right. So I want to throw one out here that I heard from a radio personality and I use that word loosely um, here in Nashville this, yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I think you just gave away who it's from, but I'm not saying any names. Um, so was listening to the radio and this person's take is that, uh, the Predators have trash defensemen with the exception of Roman Yossi. He's the only good defenseman the Predators have. That That's not, that's not even like a, a hot, hot take. That's a dumbass take. <laughs> that's almost what I was yelling word for word in my car at the radio, but go yeah, ahead. Yeah, like that's, that's like, yeah, that's, that's like not even... Yeah, that's that's dumb as hell, Anne. <laughs> I know, but literally that's the take. The only good defenseman the Nashville Predators have is Roman Yossi. No, that's like Roman Yossi is maybe the best defenseman Nashville has. Like he is on an elite level right now. For sure. We've talked about this before. Like Alex Carrier is having a fantastic season. Dante Fabro has been having a fantastic season. Matias Ekholm is still Matias Ekholm. Thank you. Um, I, I think there's more to the Predators giving up all these shots than just, you know, the blue line. You know, mm -hmm. I think it's, it's kind of a concerted team effort there, like in terms of team defense, um, you know, but there's, there's certainly a lot of blue liners having really, really good seasons. So uh, yeah. Okay. What, what an idiot. Don't get me started. It's better if you don't. Of course, we do have more hot takes that maybe won't raise blood pressures. So we're going to get to a few more in just a minute. But do want to let you know that our this episode is brought to you by our good friends at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models of cars on the road today, it is impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock everything that you need for your car. Why go there and endure pointless questions while someone behind the counter checks their computer, letting you know the only brand that their warehouse happens to carry. You have a computer with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You can save time and money when you use Rock Auto. You could save 30, 50, or 100% more on the exact same parts compared to a chain store or a car dealership. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer, and they've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. They have everything you could possibly need for your car or truck. Go and explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com uh speaking of spicy hot takes and okay uh here's one on twitter from nick mcdonough uh, mm -hmm. This is another one that's kind of asked as a question. He said, regardless of whether or not we make the playoffs, is trading one of Duchesne or Johansson to clear up some cap space realistic or on the table for this team? This I this one I have really wrestled with. I have had to think about this one, too. I think that is a very good question. Uh, yeah. McDonough. Yeah, this is a great question. And here's kind of where I landed on it. 
you we all know that David Poyle will David Poyle. He is not afraid to make big moves. So I always frame any sort of trade thought, you know, trade thought or idea with the caveat that Poyle will do Poyle. He will do whatever, you know, he thinks he needs to do. But I also feel like some of this decision right here between Johansson and Duchesne and cap space may still not be decided based on how the team finishes the season. And I know we're just like, right, like you could spit and hit the end of the regular season, but we don't know what this team is going to do. Hopefully they're going to make the postseason tonight, but we don't know what they're going to do in the postseason. If this team somehow gets past the first round and gets into the second round, is that going to change Poyle's idea of the trajectory of this team and the timeline of this team? You know, we're in this competitive rebuild where everything is sort of on the table. But if all of a sudden you have this season with Duchesne and Forsberg and Yossi having these amazing seasons, and if the Predators can put together some sort of postseason magic, which it would probably have to be magic, but we're not going to be critical. Um, I can see him holding on to both of them. But again, Poyle is going to Poyle. I can also see him trading them. I don't think he would trade Duchesne. No, I would. I, I don't think he would. I think if it would be anyone, it would be Joe Hansen. But I can see him hanging on to both despite their price tags. I think the Philip Forsberg factor is also in there. Huge. As well, true. Um, because if you're bringing. <laughs> I don't know if, you know, if you're Philip Forsberg and you just re-sign, uh, you know, for, for $9 million for eight years or whatever it is, uh, because, you know, you're, you, you think you're close and you think you're competitive mm-hmm. enough for a rebuild. Um, and then your GM goes ahead and trades, uh, you know, one of, you know, the top five scores on your team, are you going to be like, what the hell are you doing, man? Yes. Um, you know, I think that's a factor. Um, I, I think it would only happen. I mean, you can make an argument that maybe Johansson gets traded just because his value is probably higher now than it has been any time over the past three years. True. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that happens unless Poyle has a firm idea of what he wants to do with that cap space. Um, you know, is, is Cody glass going to slide up and be Johansson's replacement? Um, you know, did, does he have a pretty good inkling that he's going to be able to bring in another free agent kind of like, uh, how he pretty much knew Matt Duchesne had been wanting to come to Nashville. So he traded PK Subban. Um, I think he would have to have a pretty good game plan before he pulls the trigger on a trade. I don't see David Poyle as a guy, you know, trading somebody like Johansson just to have a little bit more cap room or to, you know, just for picks and prospects. I think he has an idea or he would need an idea before he does that, but um, certainly not out of the question. Yeah. That's a great question. That was a, that's a great question. That's something to definitely think about you know, in the off season, what's it going to look like depending on how the season ends. All right. We're going to end with a hot take from my husband who just let's frame it has been wrong about Matt Duchesne for a really long time, but you know, weigh that as you will. My husband's hot take is that the NHL needs to have the franchise tag like the NFL has. Should, Should I start? 
I mean, it's 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 up to you. What do you? How wrong or right is Mark Kimmel? This is uh, no no offense, Mark, um, but your your takes have been, you know, Paris Fashion Week hot. <laughs> you know, this is yeah, th this is sixteen year olds Nick's opinion on Megan Fox hot. Oh my! Like this is this is scorching. Um, and here's, here's the thing why, um, first off, I think the franchise tag in NFL mm -hmm. is dumb. Um, okay. the second thing is the NHL already is like the stingiest league when it comes to like the restriction of contracts. Mm -hmm. I mean, you think about it, most of these players don't even hit unrestricted free agency until they're like 28, 29 years old, uh, which means they're playing the first decade of their career, you know, pretty much locked into one team. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, imagine if you're like Philip Forsberg this year, you finally have a chance to cash in and then, you know, you're all of a sudden locked in you know, you have your career year, you can cash in, go anywhere. Um, and then your team just, you know, kind of locks you in against your will uh, for one year at a predetermined amount. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't like it given, I, I think, the way NHL contracts work now. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, I would love the concept of maybe options, you know, like, you know, MLB, NBA have, you know, player and team options where, you know, a player can sign for two years and have an option to opt in for a third year mm -hmm. um, or a team can opt in or opt out early, something like that. Um, I don't hate that because then maybe I think you'll have a little bit more flexibility with contracts. Uh, maybe players won't feel the need to kind of commit to like eight years at eight million. Um, you know, maybe you can sign for um, you know, four or five That's and have a player option. That way, you know, if your team gets stuck in a rebuild, you don't have to wind up being like, you know, Patrick Kane situation where all of a sudden you're debating whether or not you want to stay, but you have an unmovable contract. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I'd like, I like maybe that idea, but the franchise tag in the NHL. That's, not happening for you. I, I, I would prefer that not to happen. Not to happen. It's interesting when you think about it, in reference to Philip Forsberg in the sense that you, we could franchise tag him. He would be paid like the top, what, 5% for his position. So he, you know, would have some sort of financial bump uh, and then you would have some more time to negotiate. But part of that, part of my liking it comes from my absolute um, paranoia of the clock ticking down on Forsberg not having signed. I like, feel like there's is, a lot this of this is a fear you know, response. This there's is a, a lot of Fred's fans response. who are probably like, <laughs> yes, all aboard of the uh, the franchise tag right now. Yeah, yeah, it's a fear response, and I, and I don't, you know, I acknowledge that for sure. But yeah, I do agree with you that the NHL really has a lot of they really tie people in, they tie their players in a lot. So something Gary Batman can look at. Yeah, this is a job for Gary Batman. Gary Batman. And uh, his, his partner in crime, Squirrel Girl. <laughs> it's a real thing. Y'all have got to go look this yeah. up on Wikipedia. This is it's the most a rabbit trail, and but it's one you won't regret.
This is the most interesting uh, pre-show <laughs> meeting Anne and I have ever had was finding out about Squirrel Girl. It's a whole thing. And her accessories yeah. are... So just if you have a minute and you need a mental break from your life, just Wikipedia Squirrel Girl <laughs> because, oh, it will brighten your day or horrify you or both. Probably both. Probably. Um, yeah. So Predators played the Calgary Flames tonight. Uh, when we have our show tomorrow, we might have a playoff spot. Which Come on! Plenty of stuff to discuss. Uh, until then, though, Anne, where can the fine people find your work? You can find my work at onthefourcheck.com. And you can find me on Twitter at ANK underscore Mama on Ice. You can find me at onthefourcheck.com as well. Uh, also, be sure to follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Predators. If you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to like the video, subscribe, and drop us a comment. Either know or let us know your thoughts on today's show. Or you have some hot topic to uh, discuss about on the next show. That'll do it for us today. Thank you for making Lockdown Predators your first listen of the day. Go check out Lockdown now for all the news and notes from last night's game. See you then.